dads, do you want a thriving business that doesn't control you? A passionate marriage and kids that adore you? Do you want to grow deeper in your faith? Be healthier, both physically and mentally? Build more meaningful relationships with your friends? Welcome to the Balanced Business Dad Podcast, where in each episode, we dive into balancing and optimizing the six pillars of life, faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and business. And here are your hosts, pioneers of the Balanced Business Dad movement, Dustin Hogue and RJ Campbell. Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Balanced Business Dad. I'm your host, Coach Dustin. With me, as always, the very seasoned, the very distinguished Mr. RJ Campbell. RJ, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How was it? Christmas was fantastic. It really was. Lots of people, lots of food. Yeah. Lots of crazy. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> and good crazy, not crazy like people crazy. Yeah. Sch- schedule crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. How about yours? It was fantastic. Very busy. Um, honestly, ours started really December 22nd and ended yesterday, December 29th. So we're we're in the studio now recording a couple days before the new year. Super excited about that. But, you know, we have Christmas at a couple different places. And then my son's birthday is December 26th. So we go right into that. And then we always try to get out of town a little bit. So we went to a place called Branson, Missouri for the last couple of days, which was an awesome trip. And it's such a great, I will, I will 100% promote Branson, Missouri. Hopefully they will hear this, but go if you've never <laughs> went. It is, in my opinion, probably the most wholesome area I've ever been to in the United States. That's the beauty of Branson. Yeah, it, it's really great, especially during Christmas time. Uh, countryside's great. You're in the Ozark Mountains. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. So, but now we're back, and we wanted to. This has actually been on our mind to record this episode for a couple of weeks, based on some of the coaching conversations that we've been having uh, the last couple of weeks with a couple of the people in the council. Um, and I will say that. You know, RJ always laughs and kind of makes fun of himself that he doesn't do most of the talking. Well, this one, even though he is really the brains around the podcast, I say. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. This one, he has to do all the talking because I am not there. And this is why we like this format so well, because we do come from two different ranges of the spectrum of where we are in life and where we are in the journey of life with our wives and with our children. And uh, this one is way when you have to be old like <laughs> RJ. Um, but it's it's all about being an empty nester. And we've had, and I've heard other men say this, and we've had people in the council talk about it a lot that, you know, what if I don't know my wife when the kids leave? Cause you know, they're sending, getting ready to kid, send their kids off to college or, you know, that kind of thing. Or are we going to have anything to talk about? What, you know, what does that look like? Um, I don't have that. I'm not even really fearful from that, but I have a long time before that's going to happen. So RJ, let's talk about being an empty nester. Cause really how long have you been one and what did that look like? Yeah, that's a good question about the time. And by the way, this did come about because we were talking to some of the other dads, the members of the council, that that was their exact concern. Yeah. Kids going off to college, so they're beginning of the empty nester. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a few years. I'm trying to think because our daughter's only been out of college about three years, I guess, but she went away to college. Right. So, yeah, it could be like five years since we've really had kids in the house. Wow. Probably longer than I realize that it has been. And- it's a big shift. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's great. There's no that once people have gone through it, there is trepidation. You have some anxiety about it because you've had kids in the house for, you know, who knows how long, 30 years, could be. 
But good side is it's as cool as people say. You know, empty nesting can start early. We always think, like in my case, all three kids are married, so they live out of the house. But it, it starts earlier than that if they go away to college. Right. You can have your house empty and your kids are really only in their early 20s. Now, they might be coming back in the summers. But that real shift is when they're gone, gone, like mm-hmm. ours now. We do not anticipate them coming back. They all have lives. They all have houses. Yeah. So that's that's a big change. So you kind of did it in stages, Right. Because I mean, it was three kids, three different ages. They all left at a different time. They all did their own thing. Yes. Um, so like you said, it was probably five years or four. So was it when Madison went off to college, none of the other kids were there. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Cause I think Blake was it's kind of funny because our son, Blake, our younger son, he went away for a while and then he came back and said, you know what? I don't know why I'm spending the money to go away. I'm going to come back to college. So I think they did cross over. I think he was back in the house. And Madison was away at college. Okay. So it was kind of, so wasn't a perfect on the age, but then he graduated and boom, he was gone and moved out and now married. So there was a little crossover there where we end up with a, the, the middle one in the home for a while. Gotcha. But then once he was gone and Madison was away at school, she's never moved back. So when it was, you know, one's gone, not gone, obviously away to school, <laughs> did that start becoming weird or was it just, there's not as many people in the house. Yeah, I don't I don't think that was as weird because of the empty empty nester. We still remember that day of taking our older son away to college, his first day, driving across the state, dropping him off, spending the day there with him, getting all your books, getting everything set up. He was in the dorms the first year. Uh, his girlfriend actually went with us. And we still laugh about it. The, you know, in the evening, there were some activities, you know, kind of get to know each other activities going on in the dorms. So we were loading up in the car to drive back to this side of the state and still remember saying our goodbyes and watching him walk away across that parking lot with his head down, you know, kicking a rock as he was walking away and thinking, man, that sure looks sad and pathetic. And coming home that night and in bed and saying to my wife, I hope he calls tomorrow and says he's miserable. He wants to come home, go to school here and get his old job back at Best Buy, (laughs) which is horrible. But. We, you know, that's the first one. Yeah. Then after that, it's a little easier. But you know. <laughs> that poor middle kid, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's sad in its own way with each one. But I don't think it was that different. You just have two kids in the house instead of three. Right. It's really when there's none there and you're just staring at this stranger on the other side of the couch. Which let's get into that. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, we, we've talked to so many other guys that, you know, and they're, they're actually really committed to sports with their kids. I mean, this one, he said he had 16 sporting events in one weekend between three different kids. Right. That was a lot. You guys had a lot of that, too, where you guys were moving in a lot of directions. So now it's over and it is just you and your spouse. Right. Or leading up to that. Tell us, you mentioned that there's anxiety around it. What does that look like? What is that? I think we had that same feel. I hear other dads say that. That's what they're nervous about is, wow, do we know each other anymore? We've had all these distractions for all this time. Are we? Is, what's it going to be like when it's just us? And I equate it to dating again. When you dated, and now my wife and I dated for seven years, that's a different story. But, you know, it was the same way. You know, we weren't we didn't have distractions. It was just us. Now, we didn't live together, but we were together all the time. So... I, it, to me, it's much more like that. It's it's dating again. It's getting to know them, but not in a weird way. Like I'm not asking what their Bible verse tattoo is on their wrist, but because I know that. 
<laughs> if my wife had one. Uh, but it's still like that. You know, you're, it is a getting to know each other, but not like you don't know them. But it does kind of have that feel of dating again, that you have the freedom. Where do we want to, where do we want to go to dinner on Saturday night? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, watching movies together. So there was nothing to me that was bad about it when people I tell, that's what I would say more than anything else. Don't be so worried that I don't know if I know this person anymore. Yeah, you do. It's still the same person you fell in love with, same person you married. Now that you have those other distractions out of the way called kids and activities, you're just back to doing what you guys did. I like that. And what do you say for those guys that are saying they don't know their spouse? Would you believe that they probably know them better than they ever thought they did? Yes. Yeah. I think that's paranoia talking, mm. you know, because there are some that we've talked to is like, yeah, I, I mean, there's times I haven't seen my wife for four days because we have so many activities. Yeah. But you know what? You'll fall right. At least we did. And I really think if you don't let this get away from you in some way, you'll just fall right back into those same routines that you had when you were dating. Mm. What are we going to do? What are we going to watch? Do you want to go to a movie? Because now we can, now we can. Uh, you know, dinners, meals, all those things become so much more, there's so much more simple because you're not worrying about other people too. Yeah. So less stress. Us, us picking out our meals for the week or what we're going to have. Now it's like, <laughs> what? Do we, sure. That's easy. We'll just do that. You don't have three other people saying, I don't like that. So mm-hmm. to me, a lot of it does become easier without mm-hmm. a doubt. So it's interesting. You know, I, it's kind of weird, but when you were saying that the only way I can relate that to right now, um, which is completely different, but it's also how I related it to it is when our, dog passed away in April. Now there is not as much planning as there is when we go do something. Right. It's like, all right, let's hop in the car and let's leave for a week. We don't have to tell anyone. We don't have to ask anyone. And that's kind of where you guys are right now. I mean, that's so, and that we obviously are taking the kids, but you guys get to do whatever. We do. And that's why we don't want a dog. <laughs> Fair. We don't have one now. We have a lot of grand dogs, <laughs> but uh, we do when it's on a weekend. We can, and we do. It's like, hey, let's just head down to, anybody doesn't know where it is, but St. Genevieve, there's a great park down there with some really good hiking. Let's just go. Let's do that tomorrow morning. Let's get up, drive down there. We'll hike for the day, grab some lunch, bring lunch with us. Those type of things you you couldn't do when your kids were little if you weren't taking them. And you don't have to come back. If we wanted to, we just get an Airbnb down in St. Genevieve, come back the next day. Or the next week. Doesn't matter. That's, yes, that's exciting. It, it is. So that is the part that is exciting. And we both know it. You yeah. Know, we jump on the motorcycle and can just be, where do you want to go? Well, let's go and we'll take off for a ride. We'll go to lunch somewhere and we'll come back in the afternoon. Can't do that when you have little kids. Nice. So those things are why people say it's, it's really a great next stage. Nothing better than having your kids around and nothing better. But this is just a new better stage. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So obviously we know RJ. Hairs a lot. So he has notes, which I love. But, uh, you know, he's joked that he's not a coach. He's he's a little C because he is a coach, but he's really a mentor in this. So he can take us down. How do we do this and what needs to happen to make sure that we are living that passionate marriage still as an empty nester? So what are some of the tips, things you have in your notes here that for the dads that are a we're all going to experience this right that's the goal is our kids move out which is kind of a weird goal <laughs> right <laughs> we have these goal. kids but man our goal is to get them out um but how do we do this how do we purposeful about this it's amazing to me how many times we talk about communication mm. on these podcasts mm. but as you're approaching that time of the becoming an empty nester and it does typically happen slowly like it did for us i think let's only have one child 
it's talking about it, but not like in some really deep way of planning, but it's at least acknowledging, wow, our life is going to be very different. But here's the big one to me. Be okay with still having individual lives. Because mm. other more. this is where dads have talked to us like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do all day now with my wife. You know, do I know her enough anymore? I mean, just we're just going to be together all day. No, you're not. You're still <laughs> going to, depending on your age, most likely you're still going to work. She might be going to work, but be okay. Just like when you were dating, you didn't just have to be together all day, every day. It is okay to discover your own interests. And I have always had interests that my wife and I don't share. I want to be on my I want to be on that bicycle for hours at a time. She has no desire. We hike together. That's something we do together. I'll go on long motorcycle rides or weekend motorcycle rides and camping. She wants nothing to do with that. She'll go on the longer ride. So we're okay having totally separate activities. Yeah. You had activities that were different when you were 19 and 20 and you were dating. Right. You didn't just hang on each other all the time. She went out with her friends, you went out with your friends. And you have to be still okay with that. I still have my same friends. I let her know, hey, I'm doing this on the weekend or this night after work. So that is where I think there's so much fear of, oh my gosh, what do I do with this person 24 hours a day? Well, you're not together 24 hours a day. And maybe I'm wrong because, again, I haven't experienced this, but it's if you know my wife came to me and said, hey, I'm going to go on a, a weekend trip with the girls when I'm an empty nester, all right, see ya. Like it's much easier. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> right? Like it, it, because there's not those other people we're all responsible for. So like, if she said that now, awesome, great, go have a good time. But that means, all right, what is my schedule? Like I have to do this. I have to do this. I got to make sure that I am feeding those people. You know, there's, there's a lot more into it. Yep. Where now it's probably easier to have your own individual life. If she said that, I'm thinking that's nine meals of fried chicken. <laughs> of no rules. That she has to cook before she leaves. But that's besides the point. Gotta leave me the food. <laughs> so yes, things like that. I mean, I absolutely want her to have her own life and her own interest. And we do. Yeah, you know, we're not even at night. I mean, we're we're together a lot. We are a couple that likes to be together when we're at home. So we'll watch some shows together or one or two shows. Last night we watched a movie. But then there's other times I'm in my office and I'm reading and she's same thing. She's in a family room reading. And so it's not like you have to just sit side by side on the couch for seven hours every night. Yeah. We have our own interest and you have to be just comfortable. Just remembering that's what it was when you dated, we had our own interest. So it's not that scary. You just, you'd kind of easily flow back into that. Well, least, if you're purposeful about it, if yeah. you're purposeful, if you know, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I mean, I assume there are some people that, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. They really don't feel like they know the person or they let it get to them too much. Right. Either they're together too much or not together enough. So it can be a downside. And but that's probably that mental mental state of fear is causing the issue instead of just coming out. Right. So fear, the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. Let's just break through this because this really isn't the case. No. No. I, I being afraid of it. I think probably can lead into a lot of the problems. Yeah. But Instead that, of being excited for it. I mean, I have a long way and yet it is something I'm looking forward to. Because you'll see me doing it. Yeah. I've talked about this before. I have five older sisters. Yeah. They're way into this path. Yeah. And so hearing from them, a lot of times like, oh, you are going to love it. You love having your kids around. And like Dustin mentions, for some weird reason, our kids still like me. <laughs> they come home. They like to hang out with us. 
But when you don't have that responsibility of chasing them around, that we can just do whatever we want. It's a great thing. I Tonight, my wife and I are at home last night, and my wife says, hey, why don't we reach out to Glenn and Jeannie, or friends, see if they want to go to Hobo's tomorrow night for it's the world's greatest fried chicken, by the way. Come to St. Peter's, Missouri at the VFW Hall, where Hobo's is. Isn't that the American chicken. Legion? Or is it? No, it is an American Legion. Yeah, it's the American Legion. Yeah, American Legion. It's the same place to me. <laughs> Cheap domestic beer and great fried chicken. Yeah. So anyway, little things like that. We're like, hell yeah. Send Glenn a text. He's like, oh, we're in. Six o'clock. Be hungry. So you know, those are those little fun things. Yeah. Just don't be afraid of it. Now, did that start when the kids were still around, maybe later years in high school, maybe going to college, that kind of that kind of start then? It, it does. Because I would assume it does. Yeah, we did for sure. Yeah. Um, once they're in high school and they're not around as much anyway, they have cars and they're gone. Yeah. So you definitely start to build that freedom that way. So it's a gradual thing. That's where I just don't think it just happens overnight unless you only have one child. Yeah. For us, it you know, slowly works its way there. Then you can start working on yourself. Yeah. Well, start working on yourself before that is what I would encourage. Yeah, Dustin's big on personal development. <laughs> Me, yeah. I put it off until I was 58. <laughs> um, you know, what's interesting is because why I'm hearing through this, you know, we have a lot of that time to ourselves now. I'm very, very blessed with, you know, I've always said because my parents got a divorce at an early age, it was the greatest blessing because I have four parents, which means my children have four grandparents, I guess three now. Yet, you know, so there has never been an, a month where we've had the kids every single night in a month since my son has been six weeks old. That's crazy. Right. And I never realized that. So we kind of get that experience now, which maybe is why I'm kind of also looking forward to it because I know what happens to us now, right? Like tomorrow, my kids will go for New Year's with my parents, my father. I know we have 48 hours. We can do whatever we want. It's the same. Yeah. Same thing. So it's very exciting. Nothing to be afraid of. So to wrap this up because again we wanted to put this out there because we were hearing this from a lot of guys in the council what would you tell them what is the one thing that they can take away from this episode if they're getting ready to embark on this new adventure with their spouse so you mentioned one of the words i've said it a couple of times fear Mm -hmm. don't go into this with fear and trepidation talk to people that have already gone through it or listen to them i mean dustin just hears He's just seeing this because I'm 20 years his senior, so he's seeing me go through it. Don't be afraid of it. Look forward to it. Learn from it. Learn ahead of time. Spend some time. You know, you'll real. You will realize that you're already doing this as your kids get older. Yeah. Don't be afraid to have different interests too. That's the big thing. When I really started thinking about this, is that we are not afraid to do things on our own. Heck, my wife will just go out hiking on her own. Scares me to death sometimes, <laughs> but you're like, yep, I'm going up doing the long hike on this particular trail, eight miles. I'm like, wow, that's a long time in the woods with who knows who around, but you know, she'd kill him anyway, because she's frightening <laughs> for a little person. So yeah, just don't be afraid that you're going to have separate interests. Continue having those, enjoy the time together and just go do stuff because you can. Mm, love that. This and is part of the journey, right? It it's is. The circle of life, as Mufasa said. This is the circle of life. Yeah. We've got 15 good summers left. Mm-hmm. My wife hates when I say that. <laughs> uh, this is exciting. Guys, thank you so much for taking a listen today. Again, we wanted to get this out there because this is what other people are worrying about. So we want to make sure that we can offer value to you. Guys, join the conversation at the free Facebook group, The Balanced Business Dad. You can get to that at dadupgroup.com. And remember to dad up, gentlemen, because the people who love us the most deserve it.
That is so true. Come to that group. Go to dadupgroup.com. Yep. Join the free Facebook group. We're there. Hundreds of dads on there just chatting. Come up. Hang out with us. I'll tell more of these riveting stories. We love it. We'll (laughs) see you next year. We're out.